This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray and R.E. Trump. My group text right now had the exact opposite vibe of when we all found out Prince died. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Brandi Posey and I hope Mitch McConnell doesn't get COVID. Ebola would be nice, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker. And right now, this country is basically a Calvin pissing on itself. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a cigarette? Neither can we. For everyone, that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Welcome to the show, everybody. God damn it, that just made me think Trump looks like a Calvin, like a grown up Calvin. Strong Calvin vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I never yeah, thought the about hair it. Especially. Wow. Yeah. Damn. But I can't um, imagine him like ever even pet it, like petting an animal or having a stuffed toy of some kind. No, like, certainly not. He might have had like a stuffed, um, a stuffed binder. Yes, yeah, like a fluffy. <laughs> he had his own special trapper keeper that had like fur on the front of it, and he it would say, "I'm proud of you" when he squeezed it. Um, but that broke really early after he got it, and then he never heard it again, and that's why we're in the problem we're in. And now hey. here we are. Hey, let's bring on, let's bring on our guest. Uh, she's super funny. I found her on Twitter and I love her. She's an actress and writer, comedian. You've seen her on NBC, on Indebted, on a Black Lady Sketch Show on HBO, and Shrill on Hulu. Nicole Thurman, welcome to the Hello. show. Hi, Hello. thanks for having me. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Thank Hello. you for uh, joining us in, in the cube, in yeah. the quad yeah. here. Where we all live our lives. Yes, that's we all exist in this computer now. That's what happens. That's our life. I feel like if there was like a updated goosebumps for adults now, there there would be an episode about that, right? Where someone gets sucked into the Zoom during their office meeting and oh, like yeah. That's where they... Oh yeah. Or Black oh, Mirror. Sure. I see Black Mirror doing that. That probably or like I guess that's updated goosebumps for adults is Black Mirror. I just Black Mirror. Yeah, I was going to say Black Mirror. And like, or if somebody like got attacked all of a sudden and you guys all saw it happen, but nobody could help because you're all in the Zoom. That's a good horror movie idea. Exactly. A horror movie. Yeah. We could pitch a movie. I feel like there's been something like that, that um, Miles, what's his fuck was in? Comedian. Oh, comedian. Miles. What the hell? Uh, It doesn't matter. Well, he does great work. Congratulations. Yeah. Obviously very memorable. Yeah, super memorable. We love him. We love him. Mr. Big 500. fans of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> great dude. Great guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're all kind of just talking about the, uh, tw- you know, we know we live in a 24-hour news cycle, but this is like a th- two-minute news cycle at this two point. Minute. Truly. Yeah. yeah. Truly. I was doing so good, you guys. Like, I was really staying yeah. off Twitter previous to this. I hadn't watched cable news in, like, at least six or seven months and as soon as this happened i just like jumped right back in i was like yep yeah once you get once you get back a little taste of it plus it's like somebody was somebody tweeted something like um the news isn't supposed to change every time you refresh your page and it's like that's what it feels like right now where it's just like every time Mm -hmm. we refresh the page something new has happened and it's so stressful how are are we gonna walk back from this like we need methadone for like this stimulation overload like how are we gonna go back to a world where the news just starts every morning I have no idea. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. I mean, hopefully chip, we will though. I don't yeah. think we will because 
Yeah, we'll get the chips in our brains, and then you can just have it in there while you sleep. So okay. yeah, it's a constant cycle. Because the thing I've been missing is 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 I the worst part about it is getting on the computer and opening the browser. Yeah. I would like yeah, it if it yeah, just yeah. was in there all the time, constantly. I will say, I was yeah. so addicted this weekend that that truly happened to me. Like Saturday morning, I woke up annoyed that I had had to spend some time sleeping and not watching the news. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I've quite been there. getting more and more addicted to my phone just in general for some reason over this quarantine period. I think it's just because that's where all the friends are are in the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right. Totally. And so I have been finding myself super addicted to it. And yeah, when things go crazy like this news cycle, you're just really like. And yeah. somebody tweeted in my feed, somebody tweeted that that bitch died. And I was like, come on. Because I believed it. And I yeah, was like, it's like what? Don't. And it's like, no, don't do that unless, like, there's really happening. Don't I'm jinx not, it. I'm not, personally, I'm not, like, <laughs> talking like that. I'm just like, whatever. But at the same time, I was like, that I thought that was the thing. Yeah. Well, not. you don't need any hoaxes right now. No. no we there don't. There was a hoax that Dr. No. Luke died yesterday. And I was like, no fucking way. And I just, I was too busy to really research it. And then I texted some, I spread the fake news without researching it. And apparently it was a hoax. Okay. Wait, Dr. Luke is that horrible guy from uh, Kesha that was like, yeah, oh, yeah, Kesha. Kesha. Yeah. 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 I guess I should just say that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. He's awful. Yeah. Yeah. The music industry is so messed up. I mean, there's a whole thing, but the music industry is so wild to me. And it's just crazy that they really haven't had any comeuppance because it is yeah. it's nasty. It's mm-hmm. always been nasty. Yeah. Yeah. I you're know. right. It seems like one of the people are still holding out, you know, from, from really yeah. like coming forward with the truth in music because they, it's just accepted for like musicians. It's like, oh, they're just assholes. Yeah, there's something weird about it. There's always been something weird about it, though, too, how they don't have any real union that I, I know of. So I feel mm-hmm. like this is a little bit of the Wild West still. They don't have as much protection as they should, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what was wild about, like, I mean, Kanye is Kanye, but him, like, tweeting out his contracts and stuff, I was kind of like, yeah. I know, right? Yes! It's like, okay, I will get on board with this. Maybe not pissing on the Grammy. That was maybe a little bit far for me. But, like, we're still proud of you for doing those things. (laughs) I'd be down if everyone everyone posted their contracts. I mean, I'm interested in that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, go a long way. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, oh yeah, we did there. we did a, a live show on Zoom last night. Thanks for everybody who came out. Have you been doing any shows or anything like on on Zoom or Instagram or anything? Nicole? You know, not really. I <laughs> I got asked to do a Zoom improv show only once actually uh, through this whole period, and I said yes. And then like the day of, I was like, you know what? How about no, actually, because I don't want to, because they sent an email of like all the ways to do it. Like when you're not playing, you know, mm-hmm. hide your camera. And I was like, this is depressing. You no. can't do yeah. it. And I'm not a stand up, So I don't do, you know, I think yeah. stand up would maybe be a little bit different because it's more presentational. Mm-hmm. You're by yourself. You're not like tagging in and there's no rhythm with people. There's only you yeah, providing the, the comedy. How do you do improv over it? I can't. I don't know. Like, I'm that. like no. that is just not, it's just not for me. So I haven't done, I haven't done any shows. The only thing I've been doing is like, if anything, like game shows playing like, um, What's that thing called? Jackbox games with people for charity. That's, oh, oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's been fun. really fun. Yeah, what, that's been you, cool. What's but. that? So it's like these, there's, what is it called? Hold the phone comedy, like Chase Mitchell and a bunch of mm-hmm. uh, Sean O'Connor. I shouldn't say random. And Sean O'Connor, I think, are the ones that are like the heads of it. And they play for charities every week. And so you yeah. just like, you know, answer questions, try to be the funniest person in the group. Uh, and then like making jokes up. And then whoever wins, wins. We don't win anything, but then, like, the whole time they're doing it, they donate money to charity. So it's cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's <clears> a fun awesome. device to, like, do stuff and, you know, make some money, but actually have, yeah. like, a thing that you're not just, like, 
okay, we're here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And how you guys did a stand up show? Is that what you guys did? We did like a, a kind of a variety show because we've, we've done Ooh. live shows and stuff forever. So we, you know, we're all stand up. So we had that. And then we had, yeah. do you know French Stewart? He's kind of like our mascot. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's like oh, our. He is? our yeah. At this point, I call him our mascot. I don't know what he is, but he's something. He's, he's yeah, something. he's so he's funny. definitely something. He's our he's our buddy. Um, he did, came and did stand up for us. <laughs> oh, that's so. I didn't know he did stand. I mean, I guess I, does, that makes sense. He doesn't really. It was like his first one of his first time. He doesn't do it that much. Um, really? So I feel he, like he would have a good stand up vibe, personality, or something like that. It was yeah. great. He like acted. He was very theatrical, and he like acted out a phone call with his parents. Basically, it was super funny. But it was just so funny having him on the show because he like I used to be have a huge crush on him when I was younger. That's why he's like, it's a funny situation That's or whatever. Amazing, yeah. And he like didn't. I don't know if he. What is your guy's opinion if he knew he was the only person with their camera on? Like, did he know he yeah. was the only? <laughs> oh, Barbara had a real private dancer moment with French Stewart, except yeah. it was with her jokes. It was kind of beautiful. It was amazing. Who did? Barbara. Barbara. I was doing my set. Oh, that's so funny. I was doing my set and he was the only, you know, everyone had their cameras off so you could just see the person who was talking. And he was the only person, he just came on in the middle of my set and started watching me. And oh it was just my like, God. <laughs> it was just him up here watching me do stand up. And I was like, this is no. just too. It was, it was definitely not intentional. So he, he for sure was like, oh, oh, my camera's supposed to be on. Hold on. And then he turned it on. <laughs> He just that I was mean, a great French Stewart impression. By you. <laughs> you didn't think it was intentional? I thought it was fully intentional. Oh, I, I don't honestly don't know. I don't know if he knows the technology that well. He's in like the age where it starts getting cuspy with the zoom. So I feel like he just was like the <laughs> the email said to have the camera on, <laughs> and he didn't oh, realize. Right, right. Because yeah, he was that's performing. my theory. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. it was just a very funny situation where all of a sudden I was like, all right, I'm just doing stand up for you. And but he was, was so supportive. He oh, was he wonderful. was the best. He, he was great. Yeah. He was a, he's a very sweet man. And then yeah, he hung out for the whole show, so it was yeah. a good time. It was great. Um, yeah, but that's yeah, so fun. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Nicole, <clears throat> do you like what what crush from your childhood would you love to like be working with on something oh, now? God, you know the first <laughs> the first ones that come to my mind are musicians. Mm. Yeah. So I I'm trying, I don't even know if I could think of an actor, but literally my the first person that came to my mind is, which seems kind of lame now is Gavin Rossdale from uh, Bush. <laughs> oh no, he was super hot. <laughs> he was very hot. I <laughs> loved him so much. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like he was like the ideal type of man and then he was all like I also liked their music and like you remember when he was like standing in the rain at Woodstock or whatever the hell that was and he was like playing oh, glycerin yeah. and he was just like Oh, so I don't know. I would just like play one song with him or whatever, and like be like, "What's Gwyneth like? Gwen? No, Gwen, not Gwen. Gwen. Yeah. What's Gwen like? Is Gwen cool? Like I know y'all broke up, but like, was she cool? Well, so, what yeah. I loved about that is like when they got together, it was like, yeah, that's like an equal couple. And then she's such a boss that it was like, you can stop working, Gavin. We're done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Truly, that was such a funny situation. Also, it's I so crazy to think that she's with. Blake now I Shelton. Know, like, it's really? so weird. I kind of, I feel like it makes so much sense. I think it like yeah. really? totally. Blake Shelton is for sure your after grunge husband. Yeah, the one that you like really settled down with. Yeah, Yeah. once you've made the bad decisions of like dating all the bartenders, like I did, you know, then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? Let me try a boring person for a little bit. (laughs) Let me try a boring country man. And he's tall, so tall will tall makes anybody hot, really. Absolutely, absolutely. It's too bad. I feel like high heels are wasted on women. We should have like made it the thing that men could wear high heels, and then they would have that leverage. 
My ex-boyfriend, actually, he, he, I mean, I, I talk bad about him all the time because I don't like him sure, very much. That's but, what they're for. So I'm like, I was, at first I was like, oh, should I say this? And I was like, I don't care. Um, he <laughs> used to wear these shoes that had like a little bit of a heel on them, oh, but then he lip. also had insoles inside. And I didn't realize it because one day we were like standing face to face in the kitchen and I was like, you feel very short right now. Like it was like, it was a yeah. very noticeable difference because he almost always wore the tall shoes. Was but, he I mean, like Matt defensive about it or did he care? I think, I don't think he was that defensive because he, he, you know, we had, he, he lied about a lot of things. So that was like the minimal lie. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I was just like, oh yeah, I was wearing the tall shoes. Now I'm not wearing the tall shoes. But yeah, it was like, he was, it was just like a weird thing where I was like, but I mean, I wasn't even mad at it though, because it's like, it's yeah. true. They should wear height, you know, shoes yeah. if they want to. Yeah. Yeah. And like, not that, why I mean, not? every height is beautiful, yada, yada. But I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, what a, I mean, you know. that's what we, I mean, that's what we say. Make, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it is. I think it's, I'm, you know, I'm a tall person. I'm five nine. So like I, oh, wow, yeah. I admire heights. I, I have to be more open to all heights, <laughs> but I admire height in a man. I yeah. know that that's a tough, th- a tough thing for short guys. You know, that's one of the things they yeah. complain about. And I think yeah. it's hard on like dating apps. If like a lady's like, that's the first thing that they yeah, Want don't to do know. That. Yeah. You're really They're cutting shorts. off a lot of quality oh, people. It shouldn't yeah. be the first like, thing you're. Truly, because my friend, I remember she's about five eight or something like that, and I think her husband's like five six. And ever since she met him, she's like, dude, don't discount the shorter guys. Like, look yeah. for the shorter guys. They're like good people. They're just not getting a chance because <laughs> they're short. <laughs> Very well, fun. Know, I mean, it's true. It's really not fair that people just are like fully dismissing a man because he's short. I'm trying yeah. not to do that. No, I mean, we all have like ladders. We all have step stools. We're fine. We, we don't need a talk. Ladders. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we I mean, have- go on a couple of dates and then, you know, just take one second, step back and give him a flat tire and see if he loses a couple of inches. Um, and, you know, that'll just tell you something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and you can make your choice from there, but you just want all the facts out of the gate. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. No, I feel for them, though, because, yeah, people are, I mean, women especially can be very mean to short men. And it's like, that's this is the one thing they have. They have no control over that. Literally no yeah. control over it. Yeah. Well, it's the same yeah. thing of, like, I'm not, like, a skinny, tiny woman. And that I have, like, my insecurities about that. And if a man was like, oh, I don't date tall cur- women with curves, I would be like, that's so messed up. But then it's like, so then how can I go and talk? Yeah. To a man and be like, I'm sorry, you're five seven. You need not apply for my relationship, <laughs> for my body. Please get away from me. Thank you. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> I will say one of my least favorite things on Tinder was so many guys made this joke where they'd be like, "I'm five nine in heels," it, and you're like, "Wait, oh, what? Heels. What does this mean? Does it mean you're five nine? You're not five nine? What is this? Yeah. I don't understand. What, what, what are you thinking of as a heel? Is this like a stripper heel? Is this like a small pump? Is this like a kit cat, kitty cat heel? Oh, What's it called? Kitty cat. Kitty cat. Like what? <laughs> What kind of heel is in your mind? Oh yeah, yeah. A, kitty, a kitty cat heel. <laughs> a kitty, a kitty cat heel. We're thinking character know favors, shoes. By the way. Yeah. yeah, no, I've those been, are so unflattering. I've been thinking of the getting kids. character shoes actually because I remember like doing plays growing up. I could wear those things all day, every day. I could dance in them. I could tap dance in them. I could do whatever. And any other kind of high heel, I have like a hour expiration period. I mean, it's got to be but like those a, are kitten heels, basically, aren't they? They're they are. a little bit bigger. They're a little bigger, a little higher, right? a couple inches. And they're like, they're a sturdy heel. That's why they're good, right? Because right? they're like, yeah. they're mm-hmm. thicker. They're a little thicker. They're like more, they have, uh, I don't know, some kind of reinforcements, I think. And they <laughs> move with stronger. your foot. I mean, you can truly like yeah. dance and do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, I used to do like can-can dancing in them and shit. Mm-hmm. Like no problem. I couldn't exactly. do that in, in a fair, I don't know. Let's bring them back. Let's make character shoes like the new Crocs. Okay. Let's just- <laughs> Crocs are blowing up during this quarantine no, period. Crocs are big right now. Yeah. People I are mean, really going for it. 
Yeah. I don't have any Crocs. <laughs> I know. I don't either. I don't know how I haven't gotten into that yet, but I feel like I'm slowly making Same. my way. I mean, Lord knows there. I'm not too good for them, but my question with Crocs is I feel like you want to wear them when it's hot. And like, do you really want to wear rubber shoes when it's hot? They I don't feel, feel like they're no. rubbery though. They're kind of more like, um, like foamy. Okay. So it doesn't like feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had some I used to wait tables in and they were kind of, they would make my feet sweat a little bit. <laughs> okay. That's not honest with you. <laughs> yeah. They did make my feet sweat just a little bit. Because <laughs> I'm remembering, we're all the same age. Remember like the jellies period? Yeah. Oh yeah. Those yeah, things got jellies. nasty, man. Jellies Those were gross. Oh yeah. 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 They, yeah, they really did. did. Tear your feet yeah. up. Too. I, I liked the era, but like our use of plastic, like plastic furniture, plastic shoes, were not. They were aesthetically nice, but just not mm. very aesthetically practical. nice. No, <laughs> plastic shoes. Aesthetically nice. Barbara's dorm room was full of inflatable furniture. <laughs> Fuck yeah, baby! <laughs> that was that's how you. That's how you. My roommate would know if I got laid because I would just be deflated the next day. <laughs> oh yeah, that's how you, that's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> And if the place ever floods, you can just float away on your couch or something. <laughs> good. Absolutely. <laughs> just a whimsical 90s prepper. Right. <laughs> right. 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 in our dorms called Flippin' Fucks. Did you guys have Flippin' Fucks? What the? No. Oh, no. Ex- what is ex- that? <laughs> Explain more. It's, is it a hammock? It sounds flippin- like a hammock. What? A flippin' yeah. flippin fuck? A flippin' fuck was like, it was like if a futon was much shittier. It was like a cushion that kind of folded and was like during the day, like a chair that you could play video games in. And then at night you could unflip it into like essentially like a, a it was like a one person, like a twin bed kind yeah. of on. Yeah. Yeah. It does it when you unfold it. Is it on the floor? Yeah. Like, is it just a pad? Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Did you no. say flip and fuck like F U C K? Okay. <laughs> no, that's never heard I've that never before heard in my that life. Phrase in my life. Never. No. I just I'm like, like really, like, can we go back to that again? Yeah, like you're, <laughs> you're making out on the video game chair and he's like, hold on. Just like, hold on. Yeah. You know yes. what time it is. Flip it and fuck. Oh my God. It's flip and fuck time, baby. That's good marketing, you know? Exactly. Yeah. That's a good, but this, wait, there's more type of thing. I don't know if that was yeah. from the makers of the flip and fuck or from the residents of the Emerson College dorms, but we were flipping and fucking. Wow, I love that. I feel like the residents of the Emerson College dorms have done a lot of pitching on Shark Tank. Oh, so. oh. don't, don't <laughs> Google flip and fuck. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Randy, <laughs> what did you I think went, was going to come up? <laughs> no, I, well, it's funny because of the f- top eight results, two of them are the chair that you are describing, but the other two are just the disembodied torsos of two people put together. Oh. So you could flip what? and fuck oh, either oh, one. Oh, you're talking about real dolls? Like re- yeah. half real no, dolls? But Yeah, oh. but just the just, just the, the torso. But yeah, yeah, like yeah. With, with feet and knees. Like from... Oh. It's very... Mm. The bottom half. Yeah, sure. the, but the couch is on there twice, so that was... <laughs> Jesus. Um, was I was wow. I was watching. You gotta be careful when you're googling. <laughs> Always. I was like, I wonder if it comes up as like an official nickname for that thing. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I was watching um, uh, Pen Fifteen, and we, you know, they they do a play. It's a very relatable if you're a theater kid. They do a play and all this stuff. And there's a showmance, you know, between mm-hmm. the two lead actors. And I said, I was like, oh, they're gonna have a showmance. And my boyfriend had never heard of that. He didn't know what a showmance was. And I was like. I was like, yeah, that's why so many actors fuck each other. Yeah. 
Did you know, he not they, do? He, he didn't do that kind of no, stuff. No, he, he didn't younger. do theater. But I was like, do, I was thinking of it because of Gwen Stefani and and Blake Shelton. Like, you know, yeah. I was just thinking about them flirting backstage at The Voice and like how I'm trying to like imagine how it came to came to be. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I wonder if a, the show gets canceled, they'll break up, or when the show ends, he'll break up. It's never oh, going are they engaged? Are they married? They're married. They're, they're yeah. married. They are? Yeah. I have not been following okay, that Okay, I'm song, pretty actually. sure. Don't quote me on this, but I'm going to Google this right now. I'm pretty sure. You can sure Google that married. one. You can yeah, Google you that can, and get safe you, results. Yeah, you handle that one, Tess. I'm not Googling Speaking anything else today. Of, one of our <laughs> listeners, Jared, told us that they are uh, commonly law. Well, how do you say it? Common, common law, law marriage common after law. a year if you live together in Canada. One year. Oh, in Canada? That's one wow. year. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I was like, that's... I would have been married to so many of my roommates. Like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> That's so funny. Is it you saying can be you have Taylor. to be in a relationship? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, you guys, they why. got married during quarantine. Whoa. Um, yeah, they did like a low-key, okay. like intimate wedding. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. You know Good he whipped them. out a fucking guitar during the vows. Oh, he, there's of course. A guitar. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's a guitar. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I want to look. I love this. That's hilarious. Of course. Nice. All right. We're going to go look up Blake Shelton's vows like we usually do on every break. We'll be right back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with Nicole Thurman. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, Nicole, your name's spelled like a little differently than I see most Nicoles. Is there a story behind that or is it? Yeah, it's pretty basic. My mom, lit- it's two C's. Yeah. And my mom literally just like wanted to spell Nikki N-I-C-C-I. And so she was like, I think maybe I'll spell Nicole N-I-C-C-O-L-E. Aww. And now it's funny because it's like maybe four people call me Nikki and the, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like my name being spelled differently though for the most it, part. It's cool. It's yeah. a cool aesthetic. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I, I'm so into aesthetics as you guys know of shoes, of names. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Classic furniture. Yes, definitely. <laughs> that's, I like that she planned it though for nicknames. Cause I, I know, feel right? like that's a good call for parents to do. They're like, uh, you need a backup plan for the various names they could have. Yeah. You exactly. have to think like, about that. You really do. I mean, I had to, I really wanted a nickname because I never felt like a Teresa. So it was like a huge, until I, I got named Tess by my best friend in fifth grade. She was calling me a joke. It was Tessa, Roxy, Bertha, Gertrude, Mildred, Esther, Fardad, Raul. And then she shortened that to Tess. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, can we, can we, can we get that one more time, please? Tessa, Roxy, Bertha, Gertrude, Esther, Fardad, Raul. I can't believe I remember Perfect. That. But that's how I, I know. got named Tess. It's from her. But up until Aww. that, I was on this like hunt to have a different name. So uh, I was really trying to get people to start calling me Seven because Blossom was on at the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, Six? Because it wasn't her best friend Six? six yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And you know what's funny about that? Erica Badu and Andre 3000's son is named Seven. Do you, I so wonder that's, if that's what where I think they of, got. Whoa. Maybe? <laughs> 
<laughs> they were like, we love Blossom, y'all. We're going to name our kids something different. She's going to be named after six, but it's going to be seven. And it's a boy. But yeah, I love that. I think that's a Seinfeld. They they come. That's a name in Seinfeld, too, for a kid. Seven? Yeah. Or That's so funny. Soda Maybe and seven. Common. Soda and seven. I was like, seven and soda? No, wait. Seven is a soda. Seven and seven? <laughs> seven yeah, up. seven and seven. Um, oh, fuck. Well, Oh, oh my God. I forgot I was going to say. Wait, what were we talking about before that? Well, it doesn't matter. What, what names? Any, yeah, let's oh, yeah, just ask questions. Also, Barbara just had a full breakdown. I had a full. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm so tired. I'm like out of it too. So I'm like, okay, I don't know what we're talking about. It yeah, doesn't matter. Sure. I'm so ti- like so tired and so awake today. It's just one of those days where I'm like, I want to sleep, yeah. but I can't because I need to know what's going on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's that um, internet curse, I feel like. Yeah. It does. Yeah. I, I've been going to the beach a lot. I think in the last week I've been to the beach three times. I went to Ooh, the beach today. Oh, yeah. Wow. I just I, nice. when I when I feel anxious, I just get on the road and go to the beach. Like it's the it's only the thing best. I have a I have a car that I actually don't like, but it's a convertible. And so when I do get anxious and drive to the beach, it's like the best thing in the world. You just drive down the PCH with the top down. It's like it's so crazy. It's I'm sure in a convertible, all of a sudden your life's just so different. You're like, wait, what the fuck? I could have been doing this. Like, right? Yeah. Every time I do it, too, it's so true because I don't put the top down ever, except for like when I'm going to go to the beach because I just want to take a drive, and that's yeah. it's the best thing in the world. That that's is awesome. true. When you have a convertible, you don't, you rarely put the top down. So mostly, you just have a car with a fabric ceiling exactly <laughs> i like to listen because i like to listen to music really loud and i don't want people listening to my music so like i don't want to have a, my talk i was gonna down, say yeah. do you have people like sure. interacting with you more with a convertible yeah. is do people people when, feel like when they, it's down yeah. yeah 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 when it's down people be like Ugh. it's like i don't want to talk to you yeah or it's like very, a window literally windows open. yeah you're very exposed <laughs> and if somebody has a convertible next to you they want to be like what's up and i'm like i don't i don't do that <laughs> like, let's not do this no, no. that's not what this my convertible is about I drove a Mazda Miata my senior year of high school, which was also when I was getting into being a raver. So I would just always be driving <laughs> nice. around with this like pacifier hanging from the rearview mirror of my Miata, oh my just blasting. God. Do you remember that techno song that was like, wow. "Do you think you're better off alone?" Oh, I was yeah. just always yes. blasting that yeah. song and like driving around in my Mazda <laughs> Miata. Oh my god! Also, a Mazda Miata was like a hot car back in the day. So like, that was a dream car yeah. for I think everybody. Absolutely, <laughs> I had so a very nice dad, but like he, but that car was so unsafe. I was essentially out there in a roller skate. I mean, yes. yeah, they're teeny, teeny cars with no top. They weigh like 13 pounds. Like my car, multiple times I braked fast and the car just did a 180. Seriously. Like oh I would be airborne God. on certain uh, wheels. No, thank Jesus. you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, I know what I was going to say. I remember test when we were at uh whitney's bachelorette party and this the girl who kept insisting that we do ritalin yeah. we were like we're fine we don't want to do any ritalin she wanted to call you Teresa. she was like i'm just i'm gonna call you Teresa." and we were like don't do this can you just not be the worst <laughs> it was just so weird i've never seen someone insist that like i'm gonna call you by your full name it was like, like i think some people are weird they want to claim you too quickly like That's, there's yeah. people on the internet that yeah, don't know me that. and they call me nick or nikki or whatever and i or like n and i'm like you don't know me can we not do this and it's the same thing even with going back to a full name like i'm gonna call you by your full name it's like Calm down. No, you're you going to call me by the name you were introduced to me as. Absolutely. Because yeah. that's the one I prefer to use. Yes. <laughs> I, I did in in organi- organizing the same 
the same bachelorette girl's baby shower, I called her sister, like uh, her sister's short name in an email, and then she signed it with her full name on the next She was like, passive aggressive. I think that was, think that was a no no. Yeah. <laughs> that's. <laughs> That's a she said, not move. today. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, noted. I am not the one. Noted. I got, Signed. I see you. <laughs> Winda, whatever the hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long name. Okay, okay. I call her Lynn. Lynn. She, yeah. Lynn. she said, Lynn. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, all right. Let's ask some questions. questions. All right. I've got one. Um, what, Nicole, what do you think would be the coolest animal to scale, scale up to the size of a horse? To scale up to the size of a horse, yeah, like you could ride a little. Oh my god, I um, what? (laughs) What if you could ride a raccoon? I mean, I would never, but I mean, what if you could? (laughs) They probably would take you on some fun adventures to some weird junkyards or like some dumpster, and you could find some cool shit together. (laughs) Not only that, but I don't think I could feel any safer than riding on a raccoon. Yeah, no one's gonna fuck with them. Nobody fucks with them, and even when they're close by and like rummaging through trash, people maybe will take pictures and think that they're cute or laugh at them or be scared of them, but never try to like fuck with no. them. So yeah, yeah, they're a good one. That's a good. And I think they're answer. cute. Oh, they're. Have you, they have you ever really seen are. there's like a meme of them that's like, "Eat trash, be free." They say like, "Life is short, <laughs> eat trash, be free," and it's just a bunch of raccoons like this, like all surprise looking. <laughs> I love raccoons. So I'm like. Yeah, like I think I could get with some raccoons. Yeah, they, they seem to really have. I would say their joie de vie factor is really high. Yeah, they live it up. Yeah, they absolutely. live it. They have one. They have one precious life, and they live it to the fullest. Yeah, absolutely. My, what yeah. Is, I think yeah. every my, animal, though, that's their only choice. That's their only choice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you have some duds, right? Like you have some animals that are clearly not living life to the fullest. Like, um, I guess that's true. I guess some of them are just like, I'm going to survive, and that's enough. But raccoons are really like. I'm going to get up right. in your shit. They're yeah. possums, like, like possums, they're just like trying to cross the street. That's their whole life, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're not living it up. Exactly. Yeah, you need to live, dream bigger. Like dream raccoons bigger. are robbing a bank every night. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. really are doing it. Yeah. A raccoon never needs a therapist. You know, they're just like, nah, I got it all figured out, man. Ready to go. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. so funny. I was going to say that. I was going to say, do you think animals are ever depressed or like mad at other animals? <laughs> <laughs> I think do- dogs can be sad sometimes in cats. Oh, yeah. because maybe because they're domesticated and they're around people who are always depressed. Oh. But yeah, not at- wild animals are usually pretty chill. They ha- they're yeah. living their lives. That's Until really we step up in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I wonder that. Because yeah. have you ever noticed like people get less depressed when they go out into nature? Whoa, yeah. this is blowing my mind. Are yeah, we- you don't yeah. have to. Well, because think you don't have to wear. <laughs> it's gonna be silly, but it's like you don't have to wear clothes, so you don't have to. You can't judge other people off of what they're wearing, what their bodies look like. You all kind of look the same. You're all just chilling. <laughs> you're all, you know, your whole goal of the day is to get some food and then go lie on a rock for a little bit. So yeah, it's like. But then there are like life. peacocks and birds that have all that shit that are like. Oh, yeah. All right, this is what I, this is my new outfit. Like, You're check like, me out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm here. I have arrived. Here are all of my colors. Yeah. <laughs> Those nature docs are always so funny because it's always like the the person trying to be like, oh no, and the bird didn't win the mating dance, and the bird doesn't give a fuck. He's like, well, yeah, on to the next like, one. And you're like, this is right. not a narrative that we're following, guys. These birds don't care. They forget that this right. happened. These aren't Absolutely. frat boys. They're just yes. trying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. they're just cocks. Yeah, they're just cocks, baby. They don't Give it a damn. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. If you were on Real Housewives, what would your opening credits catchphrase be? 
Oh my gosh. I I never okay, my opening catchphrase. <laughs> my opening catchphrase would be, I don't watch this shit, so I don't yeah. give a shit. That's yeah. Perfect. That's, that's pretty perfect. perfect. I think that's good, right? Because it's like I don't I don't I'm not super invested in it. So I would come on there and just like not give a fuck and probably yeah. piss people off. Yeah. Like I would be like, I'm just gonna do what I want. We're back. It's you know, I'd I'd be like an animal, a wild animal on the Real Housewives. Absolutely. Yeah, I <laughs> that's think that's perfect. The, yeah. the villain role is always the one to go for in those situations because yeah. I f- yeah. fuck it, why not? <laughs> and those are the best intros. Those are the best intros when they're just like, I didn't come here to make friends. It's like yeah. okay. I say it like it is. <laughs> I say it like it is. I'm and I so don't like fascinated by like I don't really watch Real Housewives or anything, but just rea- reality TV in general. Just because there are people who are like exposing their personalities, you know, for to the world to like make money and and be like a villain sometimes. But how do you handle that? Like, how do you handle knowing that a bunch of people are going to hate you for something you did? Is, you well, don't. J- they. Mo- I think most of them go insane. I honestly oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, they become such a personality that yeah. it's beyond them. They don't they don't have a choice but to continue to live that life. It seems yeah. like they get trapped. Yeah. Or you're like a deep, a deep, deep narcissist where any attention at all feels good, whether it's good or bad. Um, well, at this point, <laughs> doing reality TV, you have to be because we've yeah. seen like what? 20, 30 years of what it looks like. And so we know, you know, going in mm-hmm. that they're going to find something about you and exploit it. So yeah. you're, you you got to be just like, I don't give a damn. I just want to be on TV. Oh, a thousand yeah. percent. I watch The Bachelor. That's my number one jam. And like, there's always mm-hmm. the moment in The Bachelor where a couple of the men or women forget that they're on The Bachelor and they get all emotional. Yeah. Like, I just hate that you're like dating other people. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, bitch, you're on The Bachelor. That's the point of the show. Like, that's the point of the show. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I would not be good on The Bachelor. I would be like, uh, I'm not sharing. <laughs> like, I can't do this. <laughs> if I started to like him, I would be like, okay, we have to either leave or, you know, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave by myself because I can't do it. That would make me insane. I can't that's imagine. Crazy. Like, I, I, yeah, I can't imagine just watching the person you like, like, no. date, date 20 other people in front of you. And the smart girls do this. Because everyone knows it's you don't actually want to marry the guy. You want to become the bachelorette. So you're actually vying for second place. You don't actually want to do it. So you just hang out. I mean, like, they get to stay in, like, a cool mansion. Like, all you can eat food, open bar, go on some vacays. Mm -hmm. Pretend like you like the guy. Showcase your personality in a way that's, like, fun but just dramatic enough to be interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, like, because to be the bachelorette, I feel like you have to have some kind of gravitas to you, like some kind of grounding, a little bit of smarts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. I really don't watch this, but I don't, I I'm just it, yeah. thinking of, was it Rachel? She was the, ba- the yes. black bachelorette. She's like so smart. She was so, she seemed pretty down to earth from what I saw of her. Yes. And so I was like, yeah, she's cool. But she probably brought a little bit of something, something, a little funk or a little drama. Exactly. And then that's how she gets to be this, in the spotlight the next season. And that is better because then you get to choose which kind of, which guy you want to be with. Yeah, so then you're the just, star and you just have a bunch of hot men like fighting over you which yeah that'd be this is a good sweet. idea yeah. i think i'm just gonna start aiming for second place in most things and see what happens <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> i remember great was it, like first is the worst second is the best yeah was there's some like rap or rap third is the one with the hairy chest yes oh. exactly so there you go second is the best baby third so is be. the one with the hairy chest <laughs> i just right. think that would get me further even than i am now so it's like okay that's a good goal if you dream of being second you'll always win <laughs> yeah. i'm trying, yeah. trying to think of like some deep this is yeah good. <laughs> we'll remember that in our careers <laughs> i don't want to win i just want to like be employed i want to be the understudy just i'll come in so yeah i want to be the understudy <laughs> yeah does the understudy get paid a weekly rate we good that's fine exactly that's why we're like we're, we're watching yeah, sean watches great. this football documentary called hard knocks and it's like kind of dramatic you follow 
the NFL team before training camp. And then it's really sad. They have the part where, like, the guys get cut. And I always feel really bad for them. Like, it's really hard for me to watch because it's, like, been their life dream this whole time. And then they get fired. Mm. But when you find out they make yeah. the practice squad, you're like, dude, you're fucking set. You're making an NFL player's salary without having to fuck up your head. That's the that's the mm-hmm. job you want. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you want. Yeah, that's pretty great. I'm into it. Yeah. Why not? Aim for practice. Right. Anything where you get to make the money without having the, to suffer the consequences, we're good. That's what we want. <laughs> that's what we're all going for. Uh-oh, Brandy. Yeah, it's just like when people oh, no, are like, do, Brandy. You, do you want to... Oh, is she frozen? Oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's a good frozen face. It's a, There's right. some pretty bad ones Classic gag, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. I'll tell her she's frozen, but... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we'll we'll just keep going. Yeah. Um Okay, next okay. question. What is the dumbest thing you've ever done? God, the dumbest thing I've ever done. My back? Oh, she's back. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah you're that. back. Okay. Okay. Sorry. That you was... had a great freeze face. Yeah, you did. Oh great. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> Fucking zoom. <laughs> God, what's the dumbest thing I've ever done was the question. Mm. How do we even qualify? I mean, just too I don't many know. things. There's so many and also I'm a person like literally I'm an anxious person. So like everything I often <laughs> moment overthink every single thing. I was just laughing because today somebody I was I'm writing on a show and somebody said, um <laughs> they said, Did you have fun writing that? And I was like what? <laughs> like, does that mean it was bad? <laughs> it's like, I can't stop thinking about it. But he just texted me like, great job today. And I'm like, okay, thank God. Like, I was like, what the fuck? And also um, you're like, no, I didn't have fun. I no, I didn't have fun. Totally. It was an assignment. Yeah. <laughs> like, I because I had to. <laughs> um, no, I, I had fun with it. I had fun. <laughs> um, the dumbest thing I've done, I mean, I've done a lot of dumb things. I would say like, there's a million times when I... <laughs> I mean, drinking, I've done a lot of dumb things, but can't remember most of them. I would just say, I would say probably just like, I don't know, making a fool of myself in drunken situations. But that's like (laughs) more me judging myself. Because I feel like when you're drinking, like people don't, people are always like, oh, you didn't seem that drunk or you weren't that bad. So for the most part, you're okay. Yeah, that's why you really act a fool. Unless like some systems really misfire. Most people are just like, oh, you just kind of seem tired and you were repeating yourself a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Or you were like really animated when you were telling this story. That's when I realized you might be drunk. Yeah. So yeah, maybe there's like moments like that. I definitely have flashed someone in a bar, like public, and that's so not me. And I had no recollection of it. Just like four glasses of wine and I was gone, gone off the sauce. So yeah, that was a dumb thing. Wow, so yeah, flashing. I would just say something like that. Was that? No, flashing's good. I just hadn't thought of flashing in a while. I know, right? <laughs> flashing is something I literally never did. When you think about it, it's like, wow, that's like kind of 80s. It's so yeah. 80s. It's very early 80s, early on. Something 90s, in the movies yes. where you see like girls being like, ah, yeah. Flashing I did and mooning have really gone by the wayside. Yeah, they really have. People people never moon people anymore. It's because it's because everything is so insane that it doesn't seem out of it doesn't seem that weird anymore to see an like a butt yeah. just no, randomly. But like, how oh. hard would you laugh if someone just like mooned you on the one hundred and one? That would, would make my day. I would laugh pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I kind of enjoy like sometimes the road ragey stuff like that. If they make if it was a they were mad and they're like, eh, I would laugh. That. Like, that oh my would god! Be if that replaced like yeah honking, like flipping I would love people it. off instead, they just moon somebody. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, you cool, you cool. If you guys can listeners, if you guys can start doing that, that would be amazing to get that. Yeah, just like dice. start showing people your butts. Uh, yeah. Don't don't say we told you specifically to do that, but yeah, do it. Yeah, it didn't come from us, but it's just a new trend that we'd and like I, to get. And started. I do think like anger to laughter is the 
quickest emotional change that we're possible we're capable of too so it's yeah. like a really great way to diffuse the situation just a big old yes. butt. Yeah. i'm still Definitely. i'm having a heart every time me and my boyfriend get in a fight because i'm i just like i i laugh i can't help it like, yeah, yeah. It just- my sister used to do that. It made me crazy. Oh my god, oh. she would do the same thing. I think it's like a nervous reaction too. Yeah, like, it's I'm not so like- mad that I'm laughing. Right, so- I'm not like doing it because I think the situation is funny. It's just I can't. No. Like it's a weird reaction, and it, it's a vicious cycle because the more nervous you are that you're laughing, the harder it is to stifle the laughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not, and I'm like, I promise this is serious, and then I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this seriously. <laughs> um, okay, let's do one. I know, I know that wasn't a very good answer, but I don't have one for what's the dumb. I mean, I've done so many dumb things in my life, I couldn't even think about a specific incident. Well, I think that's a life well lived, frankly. Okay, good. Yeah, you're living a raccoon style life. So that's what a raccoon would say. It's it's okay. That's my that's my goal in life is to be a raccoon. (laughs) Oh, this okay. Digging in trash. Hell yeah. Uh, Among your friends, what are you best known for? Who? I'm talking shit. (laughs) Hell yeah. I think talking shit. I mean, listen, no, it's it's a good thing. It's good things and bad things because I think I'm really good at like my favorite, like not my favorite, but a good, a fun like outlet sometimes is just to be like, yeah, like just texting yeah, yeah. and really just being kind of like shitty with somebody. And sometimes like I have certain friends where you can do that with, and it's really enjoyable and I enjoy it. But yeah. also like if we're being more serious, I'm good at. Um, I like really really love therapy, and I've Aww. been in therapy for like I don't know five years or something, like very regularly, and I just like love it so much. And I feel like I've gotten so much out of it that it's kind of a big thing. Like I'm a little bit of a counselor with my friends, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I end up, I end up giving a lot of advice and like being like, Oh, you know what? That's actually, we should, you should think about that because it's coming from this kind of place. It's not coming yeah. from this. And you should remember that when you're talking to this person, they're not doing it because of you, they're doing it because of them. And so, you know, either you can choose to be friends with them or not. So I, I'm, I'm, it's a yeah. lot of advice, a lot of therapy for other people. <laughs> That's good. I mean, is that hard? Is that hard for you? Like, do you always want it? Or are you like, all right, I'm done for now? I feel like I have a little bit of like, I have to cut myself off of doing that sometimes, especially because sometimes if the relationship doesn't feel super reciprocal, like if I have a friend that's not there for me, but I'm always there for them. That's again, as therapy would tell me on me to like, stop doing that because otherwise then I start to feel resentful or something. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I've had some moments where I'm like, you know what? I can't really be there as often as I am and like give so much. So yeah, sometimes I have to I just have to hold back from giving all the advice. And sometimes people probably don't even want it. Sometimes people probably just want to like be upset and not have somebody tell them, you know, how to deal with it. Yeah. I've had to learn that sometimes people just want to vent and they don't need a solution, you know? Yeah. And it's it's a good move to be like, I've started asking sometimes like, do you want feedback or you just want to talk right now? Well, yeah. That's really good. (laughs) Well, because also a lot of times you have exhausted those solutions. So it's like, by right. the time you're bitching to your friends, like you've already kind of, yeah, I tried that and mm-hmm. I, I, I reset it. I reset the router. I unplugged it. Yeah, yeah. I did that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What now? And I do have, like, I've had friends where it's like after a certain point, they have the same, if they have a same a repeating problem, it's yeah. like you don't, you just want to complain now because I know that yeah. you know what the, I, what the solution would be and you're not trying to do that. So that's okay. But we, I just will listen. But that's yeah. when the talking shit comes in handy. Yes. <laughs> absolutely we went back around we got back around to that but that's when the talking shit comes in I, I'm like oh I will talk shit with you yeah. if that's yeah. what's hard in quarantine is there's not quite as much gossip to go around or anything oh my you know, god so. yeah. it's really weird 
weird. Comedy, I feel like we've got a really like hot gossip market. I love comedy gossip. It's like my favorite thing. There's it's just yeah. a breeding ground for it, and I really miss like just good comedy tea. Just give me the dirt. Give me the tea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny because it's like I've I've felt like for my comedy, like a lot of what I tweet and what I feel like does well and what I enjoy talking about is weird encounters with people like yeah. strange interactions anywhere I go. And it's like, when you're not having any of those interactions, what the hell are we supposed to talk about anymore? Like, Oh, yeah. oh I watched 20 hours of Netflix today. Like it's just, yeah. it's weird. Cause there is no gossip. There's no drama. Like, no. I don't know if we should be thriving off of that, but we, we do we need it a little bit. I think it's healthy to a certain yeah. degree. I mean, it can become unhealthy, but I think a little, just a smidge, just a yeah, little definitely. snack. Just a little Absolutely. taste. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> just a taste. Just All a right. touch. We, first one's we've free, got baby. Some, we've got some shit yeah. to talk. We'll be back in a second while we tell <laughs> secrets. <laughs> <laughs> We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're here with Nicole Thurman. And Hello. I'm glad that you're great at good at giving advice because we are going to answer something right now. Oh, so. yeah. I hope I'll be good. I hope I didn't just set myself up to look bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm so good at giving advice. And then they ask one question and I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> Sometimes it's really hard and you're just in a corner. You're like, I have no fucking clue like, what yeah. to say here. Um, yeah. Lady problems. Lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. Hi, my favorite ladies. Finally, I have a question not dealing with a guy. I'm an interior designer in Boise. I was recently furloughed from my job because COVID has hit our two markets hard and there are no projects coming in. Even before this, I was pretty miserable at work. My project manager and I do not mesh well. Her management style doesn't work for me. Micromanager and questions most decisions. Plus, I hate working on healthcare design. Because Boise is a smaller big city, not sure it's a big city at all, it is extremely hard to find an interior design job. I'm starting to think I need to look at other states. But that's when the panic sets in. I've never lived in another place except for college. I own my own home. I have my parents here. I really like my therapist. My dog has a great daycare and trainer in Boise. Plus, my friends are here. But I fear there's no work. I've started looking at two cities, Denver, Colorado, and Salt Lake, Utah. Both have job opportunities. Both remind me a bit of Boise, plus a new man pool. I just don't know if I can find a partner in Boise. But I'm terrified to start over. Do you three have any advice for either taking the plunge and how to deal with this overwhelming anxiety of making this decision? Babs, any thoughts on SLC? I'm very liberal, liberal and not at all religious. And in the past, in Logan, Utah, I felt very pressured by the LDS community and it made me resentful. But I do know people in Salt Lake. What made you all okay with moving to LA? I don't mm. even know what I'm looking for here, but I'm freaking out and super scared of the prospect of mm. starting over, but not sure if I have another option. That's stressful. Oh, that's yeah that's really hard i mean mm -hmm. it is but i feel like i just want to say like you got this like you're yeah. awesome mm -hmm. you've already started a business you've already bought your own home you have a dog like you've already done these like you've taken these amazing steps and like established yourself as like a successful adult and like just remind yourself that you've done other like scary things in the past and like you have this 
You're gonna. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, both of those cities, I think, are in places where it'll be very easy for you to visit your parents when you want to see them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so just remember that, like, that's just because you're moving away doesn't mean that you're never going to see your family again or anything like that. And I and I yeah. think as far as the therapist goes, maybe you can keep that therapist and just do Zoom sessions. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. I mean, I see yeah. my therapist over. I mean, we all do now. And I think, you know, that's super convenient these days. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling the instinct, yeah, go for it. Like Tess said, Boise's not that far from either of those places. Like, I think you have to just jump in and trust that, yeah, you're you're going to kick ass because you were good at kicking ass already. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I will say something when I moved out to LA. So I, during college, I had a six month internship period that I moved out to LA for six months and then I had to go back to school to finish. So it kind of made it easier for me to be like, I know whatever happens for the next six months, I'm going home because I have to go get my, get my degree. Mm-hmm. So it really took the pressure of moving cross country off. Maybe it's like, you move to one of these places, rent an apartment, and you don't make a solid decision on if you want to, like, stay permanently or not for, like, a period of time or something like that. Like, you put your all in, but you're like, I'm giving myself permission after X amount of time to pull the plug and go home if I want or something. Yeah, yeah you but, don't have to sell your home. You could rent it out, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. while you figure yeah. it out, maybe. And don't use that as, like, a not to try your hardest in that city, but, like, as, like, a moment to empower you to be like, you know what? I can just do whatever I want. I, I like, work on your job and stuff, but, like, I got six months to figure out if I like this place, and then I'll pull it to make a decision after that or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I definitely think, like, the only way to do something is to go through it. Like, there's yeah. no... There's yeah. no... Absolutely. When you're looking at something from the outside, it always looks so much scarier than it actually is. Like, I've become a person that if I want to say no to someone, instead of thinking of all the excuses or the reasons why I could say no or anything, I'll just be like, I don't want to. Like, And mm-hmm. I know that it seems, like, extreme because people don't typically do that. But instead of creating this, like, long roundabout, you know, the person keeps asking me if I want to do it, asking me if I want to do it. Instead, I just say no, and it cuts through it, just, like, goes right through it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's just something with moving, especially where people get so caught up in the what-ifs that they don't do it. But it's, like, truly, if you just go through the experience, it's not going to be as bad as you expect it to be. And it's it's about living in that moment, like, moment to moment, as opposed to... Um, as opposed to thinking about what the future holds, like, oh, what if I move to boy or what if I move to Salt Lake City and I can't buy a house or I don't meet a man or my dog is unhappy or I don't find a, another therapist because I didn't do the Zoom set. It's like once you start thinking of that, then you're just going to get paralyzed and mm-hmm. you're going to stay in the same situation you're in. If you just kind of take it moment to moment and don't 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 worry about the bigger picture because the bigger picture comes together on its own because the only way to do it is to just go through it. Like just experience Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I think that's, that's spot on like a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost, it's just like, you're already kind of like, you've already are considering this idea and you're like at the very top of the high dive. Now just walk out and jump. Yeah. Yeah, When I moved to LA, I had lived in Chicago for eight years and I, I had moved a little, I had moved like for a year to New York and there and then come back to Chicago. And I was really comfortable in Chicago. I had an apartment. I knew everybody. And I knew like the scene I was working at second city, but it was like, I started to feel stuck in my job. And I was just like, I'm doing the same kinds of shows over and over again with the same people. I'm not really getting to where I want to be, but I've, at the same time, I've accomplished all I want to do here. I just want to get out. But it was h- hard for me because L- LA seems like Mars when you're in Chicago. It seems so far. It seems so different. It's confusing. You don't know anything about it. But it was literally just one day I got like the slightest bit of an opportunity to come here and do like a showcase. And then I just was like, 
I'm moving. I'm doing it. And you yeah. take the leap and you just go. And once you go, you figure it out. And it is like what you're saying. Like she owns a house. She has a dog. She has like, she's been going to therapy. She doesn't, she doesn't realize how, like she could do that anywhere because she obviously has that strength and independence to be able to do it in Boise. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, also I will say, I don't, I mean, as someone who I, I'm the sibling that lives closest to my mom, but I feel like my brother sees my mom more because he lives a few hours away. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, it's really easy. Like when you live close to your parents, I think to get used to always having them there, but it's like, that's your parents. Like you're going to find a way to see them. And then like, when you do see them, it's going to be even more awesome because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. quality time, yeah, yeah. not quantity, quality. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I think yeah. even especially now during the pandemic and stuff, it's like, this is honestly, if you want to move, now's a good time because even your friends that you live in the same city with, it's long distance friendships. You know, we're not yeah. seeing each other in person. You can be in a habit of talking to those people more often. Also, um, if you're moving somewhere, Airbnbs, like, people like are having a hard time you can just rent a place off of that if you if you can't find an apartment you like for a couple months at a time or something like that stay stay in a different part of the city at different points to figure out where Mm -hmm. you like you know what you like with that so there's like more yeah i think that's a good idea for sure Mm because you i would either go visit each place first to kind of like see or or yeah switch around a little bit and kind of like explore yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. I feel like you don't lock yourself in. If you don't know what you want to do, don't lock yourself into it. And also, now is the perfect time to not be fully committed to any to just kind yeah. of explore your options. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like people are changing careers. Yeah. People are moving back home if they want to. People mm-hmm. are moving out of the cities that they've lived in for years because it's such a beautiful time. And in, in, in a way, it really is. Yeah, to just yeah. stop. Like to mm-hmm. pause when we never get that in our adult lives. And so yeah. this is like the ideal moment to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that I've tried to find that kind of other side of the anxiety coin is like as much as just like, what the fuck is happening? Where are we going to be in two months, one month? Da, da, da. But then I, I told my husband, I was like, oh, this is actually in a way feels kind of liberating because it's like if mm-hmm. we just want to put our shit in storage and go to Costa Rica for a few months, like this is everybody's yeah. gap year. Like everybody, yeah, can, like there's something kind of liberating about having everything, I guess, burned to the ground. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I think too, and not to not to like hold this as a whatever. Boise's always going to be there. You know, your yeah, friends are truly. there, your family is there. Mm-hmm. You have the option to go back there if you want. It's not super far from either of these places. So if I would trust your instinct, your instinct mm-hmm. sounds like that you want to get out and try something new, and also you're gonna know. Like when you're there for a while, if it's the right move or not for you, you know, I just my roommate just moved back home and I don't think L.A. was ever the right thing for him. And I think he he didn't listen to his gut. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's too bad because he he lost a few years, but he doesn't he's not losing anything. It's like I think it's just a chance to at this point, you guys are saying it's a gap year. It's like, okay. There's yeah. no rules right now. Yeah. Just if you have the opportunity, you should take it. Um, and I, as far as Salt Lake goes, I, you know, I obviously don't live there now. I haven't lived there for a decade. Um, dating there is not good. <laughs> I don't want that to hold you back from moving somewhere. But, but it she is, wants you know, to meet a man. She does want to meet a man. I'm just saying it's not great. It's a lot of, you know, divorced Mormon guys, which isn't like the worst thing in the world. But there, that's a whole comes with its own thing as far as guilt and you know yeah. religious stuff and stuff like that. Uh, Salt Lake is very liberal itself, and Salt Lake's a very good like artistic city and stuff. Um, but if it was me, I would try Denver probably. Denver's for, supposed to be great. Yeah. Denver is, I love it when they move there. Denver yeah, fucking Denver's rules. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm team yeah. Denver for her. I think Denver mm-hmm. is where you go if you're like young and wanna 
start a fresh fun life. Legal weed. Yes. Hot mm-hmm. guys that climb on rocks. Yeah. So exactly. many hot guys. <laughs> and they actually, I feel yeah. like they do have a lot of like cool design opportunities too, because they are still building that city out so much and it's becoming such a like hot spot. I'm sure there's a lot of places to design interior design there yeah that's what i'm thinking too is i think like salt lake i just as far as design goes all i can think of is mormon ladies just putting up like live laugh love things in their house (laughs) right and you know they energy yeah exactly so you probably don't you know they're not hiring anybody for that but yeah um yeah i mean i think think denver is one of my favorite cities i love denver it's a great city. And I yeah, do really awesome. think that like if you're young, you're single, your gut is screaming, you want a new opportunity, you want you're thinking about it, you why not do it? Because yeah. now's the only time you can do it. And then if it doesn't if it doesn't work, if it's not the right fit, you just go back to Boise. It's not yeah. nobody nobody's gonna judge you, nobody's gonna think anything of it. They're gonna think you were a badass for moving for a little mm-hmm. bit. Like it doesn't it won't make a difference. And it's all like truly like what you said, Boise's always gonna be there. It's not yeah. gonna it's not gonna change the parents will be there people that you know will be there mm-hmm. yeah and Denver's yeah. like the perfect level up from Boise it's not like too crazy yeah. it's not you know you said yeah. you liked it and it kind of reminds you of it so mm-hmm. and it's very yeah, liberal it's, smart. it's very liberal yeah mm-hmm. yeah for yeah. sure I also feel like moving away really makes you appreciate where you're from in different ways that you don't see when you're there too yeah you know you you're like yeah. oh man these are the things I actually like about being home and this is the stuff that like I hated while I was here and I was annoyed by it but like now it's kind of fun to see for like a couple weeks out of the year yes yeah mm-hmm. absolutely yeah I- and I mean shit if you were living in, if you want to stay in Boise o- open your own interior design firm yeah it's time to take, take, time to take some muscle. kind of a leap it's either that one yeah. or moving. Totally. Yeah. 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 Why not? Yeah. I will say, just from a selfish perspective, the last time we went to Boise, uh, the world ended uh, right afterwards. <laughs> so uh, you'll probably see us in Denver before Boise again, if that's helpful <laughs> yeah. at all. That is true. That is true. You, got, you guys did a sushi eating competition in Boise, and then and then COVID happened. So that might have been what yeah, it goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be eating sushi here, y'all. It's landlocked. What are you doing? <laughs> Brandy yeah. and I did it. Did it all. We had an eating competition in an all-you-can-eat sushi place in Boise, of all places to have an eating competition. I, oh I have a really funny video that accidentally is slow motion of them both trying to like stuff <laughs> the last ones into their mouth and like hating their lives so much. It was delicious sushi, but it was, it was just really a good. lot of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah. didn't impact my love of sushi one iota. <laughs> No, sushi actually sounds really good, right? Yeah, it does. It's just kind of good everywhere. It, it is. It's shitty. Yeah. Like, I like, I've lived and in I'm Kansas a, my whole life. Yeah. I ate sushi all the time, and it was delicious. And I'm yeah. a basic bitch sushi person, so I'm fine. I don't fucking need sugar fish. I can eat whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, sprouts pre-made. I'll take it. Yes. Yes. Well, that's good. I'm glad we all like definitely said Denver, and I hope that that works out. Yeah, girl, but I think it's because it's also like people that be, when you move when you've moved from a different state, like you realize like it is not as hard as Mm-mm. you know yeah. like it's not it's not that big of yeah. a deal once you make it. it's not because i feel like anybody uh, people once they just make the leap it's just making the leap that's the hardest part exactly it yeah we're is. adaptable like when you're you as soon as you're are. in that environment you're just gonna go for it yeah and when you move to a city like uh, i know uh, denver is like this but when you move to a city like denver a lot of people are transients and they're coming from other cities so you're going to meet a, a, a lot of people who get it and who want to embrace you and you know create a community so mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a good. It's a good way to meet. It's easier to meet people than you think, and it's easier to like get in, into the community. 
I think, than you would think it would. And I also feel like, dude, go now before you start dating some other dude in Salt Lake, or I'm sorry, in Boise that's making you, like, rethink all of this. Go now. Yeah. 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 Go. I'm excited for it. It sounds really exciting. It's exciting. It's a cool opportunity. (laughs) Um, Let us know how it goes, obviously. And yeah, we'll probably hopefully see you there for a show or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At some point. <laughs> um, Nicole, that's thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, yeah, you're thank awesome. You for having me. It's just so fun. <laughs> Let everybody like I said, I kind of like found Nicole on Twitter. She's super funny. So please follow her on there. Yeah. Let everyone know what your socials are so they can find you. Yeah, please follow me on Twitter. Um, I'm at at N-I-C-C-O-L-E-T-H-U-R-M-A-N. And then on Instagram, I'm at N-I-C-C-O-L-E underscore D-O-T underscore the letter T. So <laughs> easy to remember. Oh, is it yep. really easy to remember? Real simple. Just plug it in. No, just plug in my name and you'll find me. But yeah, follow me. Come hang out. We have fun. <laughs> yeah, she's hilarious. Go follow her right now. Yeah. And thank you guys. And we'll be over at yeah. the Top Secret Session for Patreon if you want to come hang out with us over there. So bye-bye, right. everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love Bye. you. Bye. 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 Bye.